Welcome back to episode two. My name is Ian Martin, and with me is... Abigail Slade. We're going to be talking about her favorite podcast. It's called What's Her Name? Um, it features two great hosts, Katie Nelson and Olivia Mickle, who I believe Abigail has more information about. Yeah, so Katie Nelson, she is a professor of history at Weber State University, and Katie, or I mean, sorry, Olivia Mickle is a professor of uh, women's and gender studies at Naropa University. Um, they are sisters, and they have been co-hosting this podcast for, I think, four years now? Around four years now. And they've come out with about 80 episodes. And uh, rumor has it you've watched every one of their episodes? Well, I've listened to every one of their episodes. Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. You listen to podcasts, right? So, crazy thing. So, for those of you guys who remember, Abigail and I are both students at Utah State University, and a connection we share with Dr. Nelson is that she got her degree in history here at Utah State. So, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's right. She, yeah, has strong ties to USU. And she actually interviewed one of my professors for one of their very first episodes of What's Her Name. And um, this professor I was really close with, and so it was really fun to hear, hey, we're going to interview Dr. Rachel Robinson Green today. And I was like, oh, that's my professor. <laughs> it was just, it was really fun. It was a great episode. And those connections here in our own state of Utah are really fun. So, Dr. Green, if you're ever listening to this, consider that your official shout out. Um, a really cool thing. So, that history background is going to serve Dr. Nelson really well in their podcast, What's Her Name? Um, it features untold like stories of female heroes, who stories that we never heard about, women that we've never heard about who play a drastic role in affecting history. And so, you know, there's crazy stuff about World War II, about science, and it's just fascinating to, to think that these amazing stories that could be made into movies are, are stories and names that we have never heard of before. Yeah, just like you said, like, they have stories of World War II, of, like, pretty much every war you could think of, actually, and science and philosophy and art and writing and just everything, really. Um, these women, like, the, the tagline of What's-Her-Name is fascinating women you've never heard of. And, like, when they say fascinating, they mean fascinating and when they say never heard of they mean never heard of like these people who have made such just profound um influences on history just you know that deserve to be recognized that they finally are because of what um olivia and katie are doing it's really awesome yeah, without a doubt. And I remember for myself, one of my favorite episodes that I listened to, Abigail, was called The Resistance. Um, and it features a sis uh, two sisters named Truce and... Truce and... Freddie? Oh, yeah, I was just thinking Freddie, but I was like, wait, that can't be right. Yeah, Truce and Freddie Overstegen, who were Dutch sisters. And get this, as I'm sure you remember, they were assassins. They were 14 and 16-year-old assassins against the German Nazis. And I just remember hearing their stories about how they would just pull off bike drive-by shootings. And I believe they, they refer to them as bike-by shootings. Yeah. <laughs> I think ride-by shootings could have been a better fit. But bike-by shootings where they take out these you know, high-ranking German officers or they lure them into the woods. And it's just it's crazy to hear about these heroes. And th that episode in particular really should be a movie. 
And I was blown away at just saying, wow, how have I never heard of Freddie and Truce over Stegan? Yeah, they they are some great examples of the unsung heroes of the past. Like, almost every other episode they say, oh, why isn't this a movie? And why haven't I heard of these people? But, like, those ones in particular, they are, uh, they're made of steel. Like, they... I don't know. They're so inspirational. And that's the thing, too, is like all of these people are just such inspirations. And I mean, they talk about women who ran brothels and they talk about women who survived the Titanic. And they talk about all these like people that like you wouldn't think of as you know being a hero, you know, but that made significant contributions to their own communities and to just the way things are run in the world. It's it's impressive how much one person can really make a difference and how much we can recognize that when their story is finally brought to the forefront. Without a doubt. And those stories, those are pieces and glimpses of, of a true history that's brought us to where we are today. So you know us here at the Better Podcast Bureau. We inspect and dissect every podcast we review to give you our like undistilled or pure, purely dispensed opinions um, on whether or not you should be listening to, if you should give it a shot or pass up on this podcast. So here's the big question, Abigail. What are your thoughts on What's Her Name? Ooh, well, I mean, is it not clear what I think? I mean, I've listened to every single episode. <laughs> but I think that's fair, but uh, break it down for us. What What brings you back to What's Her Name? Is it just constant like, oh, what really is her name, you know? Or what draws you back to the podcast? Well, I think like the, the title of the show, What's Her Name, is more like, a, oh, I heard this really awesome story once, but oh, what was her name? What's her name? Like, we never seem to remember the women of the past. And so, like, What's Her Name is like, kind of a kind of a nod to that we remember the great men of the past but learning of the great women is kind of um the point of the title at least that's what i kind of led myself to believe that they're clever enough to do that play on words i'd like to think that so you're telling me that just learning about anne frank mother Teresa, and florence nightingale isn't enough to satisfy the women of history is that is that what you're telling me that those three <laughs> don't encompass every historical feat women have done that's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> and I think that's precisely, honestly, what Katie Nelson and Olivia Mickle really do justice for. Are these women who deserve a spot, but they don't have it for whatever reason. Um, be that, you know, for whatever reason, they give these stories a chance to be retold and again, have new life put through them. You know, they say that we're never truly, you know, you never truly die until you are forgotten. And I believe they do a great, great, service to these wonderful heroes yeah and that's that's part of what i was going to say like breaking it down i guess is they they really just allow the opportunity for a lot of people to pay respects to people that you know deserve the respect um early early pioneers in aviation like a lot of them were women that don't get talked about pioneers in medicine were a lot of women like you know we could go on and on but that's that's a big piece of it that I really, really like about it is that they just take the time and do the research. And gosh, the research is incredible that they do. They like a lot of the episodes are about, oh, you know, I was in Europe this one time and I just got back from Greece or I just got back from Mexico. And they get they go to these places, but not just as tourists, but as like true researchers. And they go and find these scholars that can like bring to life these stories again. And the really cool thing about that too is that a lot of the people they talk to, a lot of these experts 
are women who like happened to come upon like a manuscript or a little piece of history or you know walking through a cemetery they see a name on a headstone and um like these these experts and researchers they are women themselves a lot of the times like i said and so bringing like even more women's voices to the table in this way i think is really respectable without a doubt and i think it's so one thing that abigail touched that you touched on was a part of their structure is that they usually as far as all the episodes i've listened to include one of the people that they interviewed for these stories that they've obtained and so for those of you out there who really just get entranced by and captured by storytelling this is something that they do really well they'll there's two people like we said the two hosts and then usually there'll be a recording of an interview that i believe dr Nel- uh, dr nelson will do with the person who has a story about this un- untold hero and so in the way that they do these podcasts is it seems like Katie or Dr. Nelson will will tell the story and then um, she'll involve the interviewee and then her sister, uh, Olivia Mickle, will then, or Dr. Nickel, will then comment and you hear a lot of her reactions. And so it's very much like you are being told a story. And I think that is just a really great universal approach for for these, you know, for these women. Yeah, I think that the power of storytelling like really cannot be understated or overstated. It can't be overstated. It just, um, in fact, there's one episode that they talk about where like telling stories and passing down narratives really gets at the core of what it means to be human. Um, They, yeah, they have a lot of emphasis on not the story itself, not just that, but like how they tell the story, how they present it to the audience. Because like Ian said, like every time they... um, like come in to record, Dr. Nelson knows the story and um, presents it to Olivia. And Olivia is there kind of as an audience member herself to provide commentary, to provide these like philosophical tangents too. Like each each episode, um, they discuss a philosophical question alongside the story that really can connect the dots to um, help illustrate like the bigger meanings, the bigger picture behind the story of these women. And so they talk about things like, yeah, like, what does it mean to be human? And um, is it better to have good art or for people to be happy? Like, and does good art have to come out of sadness or whatever kind of depressive state um, that, you know, artists, you know, like Vincent Van Gogh and all those people tend to, like, get draw inspiration from. So just, yeah, the philosophical discussions that they have, um, are part of the draw for me as well. What did you, what do you think about the philosophy and Well, I, yeah, what I was thinking about this is that is precisely that. It provokes thought. And I think anything that you can listen to, digest and then continue to ponder about that allows you to stimulate mental growth, I think is amazing. I think stuff that you watch that you forget honestly is just entertainment trash whereas this is like entertainment nutrients where you literally digest and you have thought. Um, that develops into personality, that develops into conclusions that are then contrasted or supported by the stories they tell. For example, one that I remember in, in terms of being what does it mean to be human, they talk about these two girls, you know, in the, res- in the Dutch resistance and the things that as girls they had to do in order to be victorious at, at war, you know, were to some degree inhuman. They were young and they had to deal with mature concepts of life and death 
and the allure that women have on men and sometimes exploit that in order to to get at these officers. And one thing that I believe the two hosts do a great job at is touching these mature tones and helping the helping the audience really understand that these are these are mature for the sake of because this is history. These were as nitty gritty as a god. Um, they weren't used as themes to to make it more entertaining. But th- the truth of what a lot of these women had to go through to become who they were, and not for recognition because we don't ever hear about them, but just to be to feel like themselves and to overcome so much, I think is so powerful. So yeah, I think for sure, I think them asking these questions, you you learn a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's you learn a lot that that ends up really impacting you for like the days after. I mean, I binged this podcast um, a lot of times actually, but it's 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 stories and it's themes and it's questions that you can really take your time to chew on. You know, I love that you said like mental nutrients because I feel like they're you know food for thought, mental nutrients. Um, sink your teeth into these topics into these stories and it just it it can stick with you and really really change you like myself I've found a new hero from listening to this podcast Um, she's called Margaret Brown but more commonly known as Molly Brown Um, isn't that due to like a like a misconception or just some like a twist in her name like an author didn't give her the right name yeah well kind of so Meredith Wilson who wrote The Music Man he also wrote a musical about Margaret Brown, but he found out that it was easier to sing the name Molly than Margaret. (laughs) And so he just took the liberty to not only change her name, but to, you know, alter the facts of her life a little bit to make it more entertaining, I suppose. Yeah, I guess those songwriters and playwriters really have that liberty. They can just skew history all they want. Yeah, like where's the line between artistic liberty and straight up misleading? So that's our philosophical question for today. Where is that line? Please let us know. Uh, reach out to us at betterpodcastbureau at gmail.com. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but tell you what, so I'm going to address the elephant in the room. This is a great podcast, but I think for many, you know, it's very, it stands out as one that it really appeals to women. Um, some might even coin the term feminist. But the truth is, there is so much, so much good to be absorbed in these stories and in these narratives that I feel like this is for everyone. I think everyone can appreciate this. And I think just kind of kind of just indulge on just the amazing attributes that these characters play in the role and th- that they, these characters have to have played the roles that they played in history. And so as a guy, you know, I think, oh, at least I thought about going into this. The first thing that I thought was like, well, I like this as a guy. And for me, I will say, I think it was a rough start. I, Abigail, you had to. So I guess where I'm getting on this is because of you saying that you binged this. And in the beginning, I could not bring myself to finish an episode. <laughs> and I think a big part of liking a podcast is the personality. And for me, I, I had to, I, I, it took me a little while to really just latch myself onto the personalities um, of Dr. Nelson and Mick, uh, Dr. Mickle. But as, as my own stereotypes were eroded by just the constant, amazing l- storytelling that Dr. Nelson provides and the amazing pieces of history that these characters played a role in, my own stereotypes managed to just dissolve. And I, I, I found myself liking these and listening to more and more at a time. And it's something that, as one who loves stories and loves telling stories, 
find myself falling into listening over and over again. And this has become for me, with the addressing of the battle of the genders, a podcast that I thoroughly enjoy. And I think regardless of anyone's stance of gen- with genders, th- these people and their stories are truly feats of heroism and they should be listened to. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good way to put it. Like, they might not be... I don't know. They might not be what you imagine you'll like for yourself, but like they just they grow on you. They really grow on you. They um they have a way of doing that, you know. Like when people do amazing things, it's you know, it's hard to uh it's hard to really it's hard to minimize that. You kind of have to give credit where credit is due. And that's what they do a good job with. Granted, they sometimes paint with broad brush strokes in my opinion. I think that you know, bringing in your own personal biases is something that everybody does. Um, but like picking between the lines and kind of taking it at face value, taking the story f- as, you know, an inspiration, as something to learn from, I think is really what it comes down to. It's really what it comes down to. Sure. And sure. And, and in fact, to avoid painting in, in broad strokes, I do remember one thing that stood out to me. And so for those who are more sensitive with regards to you know th- the audience that this that their podcast might be showing to, uh, might be addressing is I remember in one of one of the episodes there was this question of oh, who are the bad people here and just the other other podcast going men but the truth is I think to really you know like you said I pick get the meaning the essence of what they're telling you know and I just think you're able to separate the biases or personality from the story at hand. I do think, however, that their personalities fit the stories that they're telling. Um, another thing that I noticed, though, regard regarding binge wa- listening, not binge watching, um, semantics are important, um, is that you'll find that Dr. Nelson does most of the storytelling. And so a question that I thought of myself is, what kind of role does does Dr. Dr. Mickle play a role in this? Because oftentimes you'll hear... Um, You'll hear expressions or just reactions that are more, um, that are just huh or hmm or the odd, the occasional words. So I think in terms of personality, you find yourself really getting the shoes of the storyteller here. And for any listeners who prefer more of a dialogue, this is less of that and more of a portrayal of really just like like a scene, like an image, like a story of these people in the past. Yeah, that's a good way to put it too. You keep phrasing these things very nicely, like. It is. It's more of a, it's more of a storyteller listener kind of relationship than it is like a. Here's what I found, and there's what you found, and now we can piece it together. It's. Um, I like the robotic. Now we can piece it together. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know. Sometimes it does get like kind of repetitive. I guess. I guess that's one of my flaws I found with it is that it can get a little repetitive with. In a couple areas, with the ums and ahs from Olivia, but also, <coughs> pardon me, but also with even the way the story is told sometimes. And I've noticed this more in earlier episodes as opposed to more recent episodes. But sometimes um, Katie Nelson will say something, and then it, the audio will cut to the pre-recorded interview, and the expert that they that she interviewed will say the exact same thing, like verbatim. And so. Um, that annoyed me for a while, if I'm completely honest, using kind of a harsh word there. But um, but over time, it kind of, I don't know, I guess I kind of softened to it. 
Um, that's one of my flaws I found with it. What do you think, Ian? Well, I think you paint a very good picture. I think you and I just said the same thing, that we can approach this podcast with minor annoyances. But the value of the stories, the value of these people who were a legit part of our history, who, honestly, I'm kind of proud to be a part of to a degree, like knowing that they put down the, the building blocks that led to the society that we live in and a lot of the, the pleasures that we are able to just experience and just like, and all the, I guess, lux- amenities and luxuries more than pleasures that we, and conveniences that we are allowed to have, I think are amazing. For example, there was there was an episode called The, the Citizen Scientist, um, and it's talking about a woman who didn't have a practical education, but managed to start writing children's books that talked about scientific theory that led to scientific reasoning, the scientific method and the scientific approaches to be taught to the normal people when information and knowledge at the time was basically gated behind the elites of society and men and it helps me really appreciate the fact that you know women played a role in allowing us to be as knowledgeable as we are today heck einstein's wife played a big role in in a lot of what he did but guess whose name's on the paper and it's just like stuff that i would either have shrugged off before like oh yeah whatever because einstein's a genius but it puts value on the people who factored in to make einstein who he was or to make the scientific method what it is or to make my education for crying out loud what it is and i guess suffice it to say where we're getting at with this is we can have annoyances but we'll get over that for the sake of these people if there's one person i do have annoyances with it is einstein like i can see your mouth twitching the entire time i was talking you're like ian Ian, let me rip into him real quick ian give me a break einstein i mean okay 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 there's there's no questioning his uh contributions and his genius and his own you know personal life struggles but if listeners out there if you want to get a whole different idea like maybe an expanded idea different perspective of who the heck albert einstein was there's a book out there called the other einstein and it's about his wife and she was amazing she like went to the same university as him. They were in some of the same classes. They got married in the middle of university. She was still in college, um, but I think he had graduated. And she like took her final oral exams when she was like nine months pregnant. And I think that the reason she didn't get her degree was because she literally went into labor in the middle of her examination and they didn't let her redo it. Like it's just, anyway, that's just the beginning. And then Einstein like deliberately like deleting her name off of papers that they've written together. Anyway, it's just <sighs> Einstein is a character. Tell you what, and his wife is a character. Such, such a strong, strong woman, and I really admire her. But um, back to the podcast. <laughs> well, I think we can tie this in because the truth is, what you know, Doctor Nelson, Doctor Nickel do, and do very well, is they show the duality of characters that exist between men and women. And sure, this is done at a at a heightened, like elevated sense for women. But I think during an uneven playing field, that is the past. Sure, maybe it's needed. Um, and I, for one, support it. And I, for one, have, have really enjoyed it. So another thing, though, contrasting what's her name based off of the other podcast we reviewed prior to Stuff You Should Know is I really like their involvement of the people that they interview. Stuff you should know, as you might remember, they talk about things, but they'll never, they, they usually just talk about those things. And they won't bring in audio sources from those times or where, you know, basically stuff that can give you a primary source, but 
what's her name? They do. They give you those interviews. They give you those stories. And it's so fascinating. In fact, I really applaud. Every time I think about this, I go, wow, Dr. Nelson's really prepared because she's got her equipment. She she recorded. We were just listening to another episode today um, about um, James Berry. Thank you, James Berry. Um, and you're probably thinking, what? James? That's not a woman's name. Go listen to this episode because, holy cats, this person's a superstar. But anyway. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy cool. And uh, she just, during a museum tour, just interviewed one of the people who was talking, who knew about James Berry's story. And just right then and there, and I just think it's it's amazing that she's that she as she travels the world, she realizes that you know, or she's able to capture these stories. And I, for one, I grew up in you know in China, and I've I've traveled a lot. And a, a, a philosophy that I love by Confucius is that um, in in Chinese they go san wei xing bi you wo shi, and that means wherever I go, when I find three people, amongst one of them is a teacher. And I just really, like, I really feel like Doctor Nick, Doctor Nelson, is able to just realize that everyone can be a source of information for her, and she utilizes that. And that's part of the reason why I gain value from what's her name is because regardless of any kind of just any anything about the podcast, it's just something to learn about, something to to really grasp, and then think and ponder on. So I I really like that they include those primary sources. Yeah, me too. Me too, for reals. Um, it's. Like, hearing it out of, like, straight from the horse's mouth kind of a thing. I think I just mixed metaphors there. Are you calling that a uh, tourist tour guide a horse? <laughs> well, actually, no. And she wasn't even a tour guide. I think the one you're referring to was, like, an Oxford professor. Oh, she was. She was. <laughs> Are you calling an Oxford professor a horse? <laughs> well, should I call her an ox? Because <laughs> Oxford. <laughs> Thank you for explaining the joke. Yes, just in case. Just in case. Um... But no, um, in fact, I think I just lost my train of thought. But I kind of wanted to wrap it up a little bit. Did the ox steal your tongue? Catch your tongue? Okay, that is a mixed metaphor. Okay, ever heard anyways. Sorry. <laughs> Got a cat in the mire here. <laughs> um, but okay, so I think we've had a really good, well-rounded discussion of the, the positives and the negatives. And now I'm wondering if there's anything else that you want to add before giving our final verdict. Yes, I have one negative, and this is a negative that I know you don't share with me, and I, I don't know why it irks me, and I just I just gave a massive just rant about putting aside my annoyances, but there's one, and that is there's no transition into the ads. <laughs> you knew I was going to bring this up. It's just like, I'm just sitting there, and I am I am lost. I am like, what is that turtle in, like, Nemo, just on that, like, like... Oh, you're like Crush. You're kind of yeah. floating along, and then all of a sudden, the EAC comes through, and you're like, whoa. Exactly, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just chilling on the EAC, and then out of nowhere, it's, it's, I, I realize I'm in the middle. I am just deep in an ad and I didn't even realize for some reason I'm just thinking that girls crate or whoever their sponsor is yeah. is a part of these stories of these Dutch sister assassins and then I go wait that's their sponsor and I just it, it there's no transition or at least if there are it's rare and I just if I, I find it just like I'd like to know when it starts when it ends mostly so I can know when to skip <laughs> I mean that's fair maybe you need to listen to more so you can kind of hear the change in their tone of voice. I don't know. That's one thing, just like you said, I don't really agree with you on because I've listened to enough of it to know, oh, look, the ad is starting now because I know when Girls Can Crate is is not a part of, you know. A part of the EAC, bro. (laughs) Um, Along that same note of having 
um, maybe one more negative thing um, is that sometimes there are just some little audio problems. Sometimes their like dynamic of their voices changes really quickly or like it'll get loud and quiet. But I mean, that's, I don't know, kind of nitpicky, I guess. They are, you know, 80 episodes is substantial, but it's still kind of an up and coming show. And so I can forgive that. I think it's just something to be aware of going into it. As we hope you forgive ours. Yes, please, please forgive ours. Please be nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think in conclusion, um, I think there can be a lot of discussion over a podcast like this. This was an easy one for us to talk about because we started off quite different in opinion and very opinionated um, because this was something that was close to you. This was something foreign to me. This was something different than me as a guy, and this was something that w resembled parts, you know, aspects that you probably admired for you as a girl, but yet somewhere in these stories somewhere in these characters in these heroes in these women we came together and we realized this is one that you cannot pass up this is a great one to listen to when you would normally read a book as you're winding down as you're driving as you just have something on the side this is a story that you can lose your mind well not lose your mind to but get <laughs> get lost in thought in yeah. and i think that's powerful i think it's something that's needed today and i think it really it gives a chance to breathe new life so that way we never forget the people who made us who we are today. Yeah, I think that's totally true. And I think that like part of that too is that um, these stories, I think we've, we talked a bunch about some European women, but the, there are stories of women from China and India and the Middle East and Mexico and uh, a bunch of American women because they are, you know, here in Utah and Colorado. But, like, they really do a great job of finding such a diversity of people to talk about and such a diversity of issues from race to LGBT complications and, um, you know, obviously sexism and, like, class struggles and just all sorts of, like, political struggles even. And it, it really... The, the diversity of this show is commendable, I would say. Like, along with their, their research being so in-depth, it's also varied, and it, it's, it's really impressive, I would say. And I, I couldn't agree more. And I think the underlying commonality that you'll find between all these different various women of different various backgrounds and cultures and uh, the one that ties them all together is that they're all champions. They're all unique, and they're all heroes and they all paved their way in history so you know we, we here at better podcast bureau give them our stamp you know and if you if you guys are looking for inspiration or another character or or you know just ideas to base a character off of or heck if you guys want to write a movie you know you know what i mean <laughs> go check them out they're called what's her name hosted by dr katie nelson and dr olivia mickle thank you guys so much for listening and i assume you agree with me yes absolutely thank you for listening thank you for Getting in touch with us. We love to hear from people who listen. Um, email us at betterpodcastbureau at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at betterpodcastbureau. And let us know what your favorite episode is. Yeah, we can't wait to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening.